Is this it? Is this the thing? We got a low battery warning. <laughs> uh oh. I didn't turn it on. There's one listener out there. It's kind of weird. Take the tin foil hats off. Absolute nonsense. My theory is that most people are idiots. This seems like it will go into chaos quite quickly. What's the point of doing it? No one's going to listen to this anyway. Embarrassing. Unprofessional. The next one will be better. Strap them to a chair and make them listen. Faking our way <laughs> through a podcast. <laughs> oh, that should be the name. Faking a podcast. Hello, listener. Welcome a bit to more listeners. We have more than one <laughs> listener. No, there's just the one. <laughs> just one. Okay, just right. aim it at that one person. <laughs> Welcome got... back. Welcome to a brand new podcast uh, or a reboot. Should we call it a reboot? It's definitely a reboot. Is yeah. it a reboot though? Because we we technically it's not like we're doing th- a new version of it. We're just picking up where we left off. I think it's been so long since the last one. Everyone's so it forgotten a, it's a about it. You know? <laughs> All right, well, in that case, to all the brand new listeners that are coming in with the hundreds of thousands of numbers, welcome to Faking a Podcast. Check out our, our back catalogue of the previous series if you want to see what... Which is now all out of date, by the way. Yeah, every, <laughs> every single thing is like... Uh, yeah, pretty much everything we've ever said is invalid now, <laughs> but it's a good listen. And we've been away for, I don't know, like... <laughs> 18 months or that? It's been over a long time. At least, We had a very good reason. We've been gone for long enough that our old episodes can now be bought as NFTs for uh, $150,000 each. (laughs) Oh, God. Talk about made-up shit. Honestly, man. You had to bring that up straight away, didn't you? Of course I did. So the previous incarnation of this show ended on a bit of a dramatic note where we had to cut the episode short. Yeah, yeah. Um, because of a COVID alert for a relative of mine. Yeah, yeah. that's right. And then the whole world fell apart after that. <laughs> <laughs> we, yeah, the world was sort of in a mid-state of, ah, we, we might be all right with this. And then we stopped podcasting and it went to shit. <laughs> it's all, I think it's all linked to well, us. You think there's a direct link? I, absolutely, yeah. yeah. My God, if we just kept podcasting. If we had just kept doing it, guys, <laughs> so many lives be saved. I um, have managed so far to avoid getting the virus. Is it a virus? I keep calling it a virus. Yeah, it's, it's, a, virus. Virus. Yeah. Yeah, it's a virus. I'm, yeah. I'm very, very lucky in that respect. I have proudly had it twice. And... Jason, you've had it. As I, I've had it twice as you've well. You've had it twice. Yeah, but James, I remember though, when we were, you and I were on a job together when it first kicked off, mm-hmm. and you were telling me we should all just get it, get it over with, and then but, you're the one who ended up not getting yeah. it. It doesn't seem to make a difference though. People get it and then they still have to do well, all the quarantining. Well, it's because it keeps and evolving and, and everything. But now they got rid of all that because everyone here, all the all the sort of governments and politicians were like. Yeah, you know, guys, just just figure it out. Just learn to live with it. It's fine. We don't need to actually worry anymore. Mm. But Jason has a yeah story to tell us if he's prepared to share it. Well, yes, I guess yeah. It's uh... because I mean, I think well, to be honest, I think it's 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 worth sharing at least to a degree because you know there will be people who are listening that will be genuinely interested in knowing this. And I feel like, who knows, because us rebooting the show now, we might end up going viral. Mm. So it would be a good opportunity <laughs> to share this story, speaking, you know, going viral, pun intended. Mm. Um, but yeah, I think, I think it'd be interesting because I have, I have, like I said, several questions. So. Yeah, yeah. Well, I caught COVID in July of last year um, and I was self-isolating. And then at some point um, I was having difficulties breathing. Um, 
and I was on the phone. Apparently, I don't have any memories. There's a two-week period where I literally have no memories of what happened at all. But I was on the phone to my sister, and she was basically begging me, go to the hospital, go to the hospital. So I apparently made the decision to go, uh, collapsed in the street on the way, and was picked up by an ambulance and taken in. And in total, I spent 135 days in... Um, Kings at Denmark Hill and then and rehab and all sorts of other Jeez. places. I was in ICU for the first time for 34 days and the second time for 10 days. Um, and lost 60% of my muscle mass while I was in there as well. Yeah, well, guys, whoever doesn't know this, Jason was absolutely shredded and ripped <laughs> before that. And now he's gone back onto a, an Atkins diet meets full on protein shake. <laughs> well, I was diet a lot fitter. I was a lot fitter back. than I am now, definitely. I've, I've been on a regimen to try and get my muscle strength back and my stamina and strength. But, but you, uh, you were, it was such a bad case for you that they actually mm. had to put you into an induced coma. Yeah, I was in that for about three weeks the first time, yeah. Um, and that was a very scary time for all of us. Mm. Yeah. I remember getting the phone call from your sister to, telling me that. Yeah, my, my sister. I'm, it turns out I'm related to Sherlock Holmes, which I never knew. My sister managed to track me down. Um, she had no idea where I disappeared to, but she was absolutely amazing. So shout out to Sarah, my sister, who is actually legendary. <laughs> yeah, here. Sarah, so, you uh, should come on the next episode and tell us how you did that. That's, I know. Yeah. That's an interesting thing. I just want to say real quick, though, Jason, you went through your whole ordeal during my birthday and it kind of put a damper on it. So, you know, what? I'm, I, I hate you for that. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Of course, I'm not that bad of a human being. Uh, we were all really worried for you. I kept calling James frequently to check mm. in as he had direct contact with your sister yeah um i kept trying to organize so that we could actually come and see you there whilst yeah. in your comatose state to talk you back to the to the light but yeah. they the wouldn't let us in and the most frustrating thing about yeah. it there was a no visiting policy in critical care uh, um, of course that's the way it has to be yeah. but that's just like it's such a horrible situation like mm. somebody you care about is in dire straits and there's no way to yeah. be near them or, or you can just can't contact you the weird thing for me was i mean i learned all of this afterwards but when i was in there i couldn't communicate anyway because i was on a ventilator and i also had a tracheotomy as well mm. so i lost the ability to speak mm. so it all came down to like blinking so you were oh, trying geez, to blink yeah. things and they would say look blink twice for, for yes and yes. no and all that and stuff so yeah. you're doing this but you can't quite i mean it's so much you can't convey by blinking you know it, there's so many things you want to ask and and talk about and you can't do any of it and i have so few memories of that as well you know to be honest i had some amazing vivid dreams though. just well that, so that's vivid. actually one of the things i i wanted to ask about actually one of the questions i have is because i i i've read several like different cases of people going through you know mm. th that sort of similar thing or being in a semi-comatose state from from covid exposure and a lot of people have been reporting sort of really trippy out-of-body experiences, you know, out-of-body, mm. seeing themselves on the hospital bed, wanting to talk to the people around them but not being able to. And my question is, did you have anything like that or was it more of like a fever dream? It was like, I mean, it was like a continuous series of fever dreams. Right, right. I mean, I was, I have a photograph of myself actually lying in the bed with my eyes open. And apparently I was unconscious a lot, but with my eyes open. So oh, things mm. must have been going in. Because in my dreams, I was incorporating some of the aspects of what was around me into them. Yeah. Without understanding right. what they were. So I dreamt about Christmas trees with monitors on. And it turns out I had the monitors next to my bed with all these things. They were feeding me all the drugs. And so I did saw time... that in my dream. Jeez. It was very odd. Did you feel time passing? Because like, the only similar experience to that would be going mm. for an operation and they give you a general anaesthetic. 
yeah. and time just blinks mm. and you wake I, up. There was a lot of dreams. I, I don't really, I, I didn't think I really understood how much time I'd passed when I woke up. Mm-hmm. I thought I'd probably been out for a couple of days and they said, no, no it's been like almost 21 days. And I was like, wow. okay. But also when you wake up, you don't really, you don't know what's real and what's not. Mm. You know, I had a lot of trouble accepting reality again when I woke up. I kept touching things and like, but then when I was touching it, I was like, how do I don't know? That's just me feeling something in a dream. I yeah. don't know. So I would ask the nurses sometimes, like, I would just say, you, you are real, aren't you? And they'd laugh. But, you know, it's... How cool would it have been, though, if they, like, sort of, if you asked them that and they sort of looked at you silently, said nothing and walked out, then, <laughs> and then sort of, like, a couple of guys in suits come in and then you're like, Mr. Anderson, and then it becomes your own matrix. Well, I was told afterwards when I came out, I had a lovely matron called Anne, and she sat there and explained that when people are in these sort of states, they have a lot of nightmares as well. Right. So she said, if you have any of these issues and you want to talk to someone, you want to sort it out. And I was incredibly lucky. I didn't really have nightmares as such, but um, I did have a few things I'd rather not talk about. Mm. But there's a lot of them were about being confined or being unable to move. And that was what was my situation was. Yeah, yeah. So some part of my brain understood that and then incorporated that into other situations where I was just unable to move, you know, and the dream was happening around me, but, I couldn't do anything about it. So, uh, mm. and also, I'd repeat, I've never had this before. I don't know if you guys have. I had repeat re- dreams that literally repeated themselves beat for beat. I've never had that. It was I've so had weird. Recurring, yeah. I've had recurring dreams like that where it's like the same thing happening over and over again, but it's been like only for like two or three days in a row, not continuous. Like, but are, you, are you talking yeah. about like every night having the same dream or this in one night? A looping. Well, no, dream. it would suit. I had this particular one. I found an abandoned hospital, so obviously I incorporated hospital into my dream and then something happened and i was chained down on a sort of metal frame with government shadowy government figures all watching me from a distance and i'd stumbled across some kind of government conspiracy and they were keeping me in this place and eventually i got free and climbed out of this and it was weird there was some kind of hole a hill above it and stuff it was really odd but then i knew in my dream if i went near that place i'd get, end up in that situation again mm. so i avoided it in my dream i was going off Hello, Milo. <laughs> We've got a surprise We've guest. Got a little cat visitor. Um, but, and I literally knew if I went near this place, this would happen all over again. And it did. I tried to avoid it, but it still happened. It was really odd. It sounds like your subconscious was picking up elements of the reality around you and sort of your, your brain was trying to interpret them in its own way. Yeah, yeah. And you were coming up with these really trippy dreams. Yeah. I, t- I mean, I could... I do remember most of them incredibly. They're like memory. The th- weird thing is they're formed like memories because mm. I didn't have other memories, I guess. So, mm. so it's all, if when I think about it, it feels like memories from that time. You know how dreams fade yeah, and you can't yeah. get hold of them? Yeah. These ones haven't at all. They're as vivid now as they were when I woke up, which is really strange. But uh, the, one of the things they tell you when they come out as well is that the doctors recommend you have, um, you talk to a psychologist to sort of sort these things out. Yeah. And there's actually a kind of, Sounds weird to say this, a survivors group for people who've been in ICU and critical care, they're doing it over Zoom at the moment, so they say you can log in and join in and you can tell your story and talk to other people. I mean, that makes sense. That could be quite a traumatic experience for someone, so I can understand, you know, the need for that. Um, Well, yeah, apparently a lot of people who go through it have been diagnosed with PTSD and all sorts of things like that. Jeez. The seriousness of your situation was crystallised when you told me afterwards about the other people on your on your ward oh yeah i only found out that after i was out of the hospital um well we were in a uh, critical health care was like three separate units with six beds in each um 
Uh, so there were six patients in my one and I found out afterwards that of the six people batch when I was there, I was the only one who survived. Jesus. So, uh, yeah, but lovely. I don't actually remember those other people at all. I never met them or interacted with them at all. So, uh, mm. But uh, yeah, I mean, that sort of brought it home a bit. And uh, to be honest, I saw a number of other people in very serious situations as well. And, you know, the seriousness of that, like you say, I was expecting something then, but um, it is, it, it comes home when you realise how many other people sort mm. of didn't make it out, you know, and... Uh, yeah. There was a guy who was 35, he was only 35, really young guy, nice bloke as well. And one day he seemed fine and three days later I found out he was dead. You know, Jeez. it was like, just like that. And there were other people who'd been in there. There was a guy I knew, Alan, he was in there for like a year. Yeah. You know, he'd been in hospital for a year. And it was just crazy. You meet all these people and these different experiences, you know. And, and the families around those people mm. who were going through it with them. Yeah. yeah. Not being able to be with them. In yeah, the last moments is just horrendous. Well, I was moved to rehab after what was it about eight weeks? I think it was. So I was out in Kent, um, and it, they relaxed the visitor policy a bit there, so you could have more people come. But obviously, it was a long way for people to go. You know, mm. I did. I had no family or anyone in that area. You know, so um, mm. uh, some people, you know, I mean, some people got visitors every day, and some people didn't. So I didn't get a visitor for a couple of weeks, and it mm. was a bit. You do feel a bit cut off, but then there's always communicating on FaceTime and things like that. Mm. You know, I remember ringing you, ringing my mum, and uh, yeah, I guess the one you know, benefit to technology now that it's staged at the level that it's at is that you know, at least in these situations, you're not completely alone and isolated. Yeah, you you, you do have the ability to sort of talk with someone. Well, it took a while to kick in for me because I when I came out of ICU, I. I literally, I was in bed. It was like being a paraplegic. I couldn't even lift my arms off the bed. I couldn't yeah. move my fingers. So I couldn't pick my phone up. And then I couldn't open my phone. I couldn't do the thing. And it, the weeks passed and my phone was just sitting there and the battery died. No one had a charger. Yeah. I was, I was like, I'm totally cut off here. I never um, realised that your body atrophied that quickly. I'd, I'd, yeah. When you're not moving around. Apparently, you, every day you're in bed, you lose approximately 2% muscle mass. That's why we've got to hit the gym every day, boys. Yeah, I mean, when you think about it, if you just had a day in bed ill, in that day, your body is actually atrophied, like you mm, said, by yeah. 2%. You yeah. know, it's crazy, isn't it? It's just, I had no idea either. When they told me that, I was like, wow. So is, is that a new weight loss scheme? I think it is. Just, just stay sleep. in bed. Yeah. <laughs> well, I used to joke with the nurses because I couldn't, I lost all this, but I didn't, I had a bit of a belly and that didn't go. Right. And I was like, what the fucking use is this <laughs> diet? You know, I mean, come on. And, they were always like patting me. One nurse in particular was like patting me on the stomach, saying, oh, "I've got to get rid of that." You know, I feel like, like that. That I don't. I wouldn't like that if they were doing that to me. I'm like, I'm already in this situation. You're going to fat shame me. Well, the, <laughs> the thing was, the thing I enjoyed about the experience. It sounds odd to say that, but I liked the fact that I and everyone around me kept the sense of humour. Mm. It made it so much easier to deal with well, yeah, when I mean, you could have a bit of a laugh about it. You yeah, know? there's no point being miserable in these well, situations. You've got to try and find some silver. I agree line with you, but you, there were people in there who would just I sort mean, of like I, just lie there and not say anything. To I anyone. can imagine and, that. Yeah, there's people that will feel bad, but I've always been the type, especially when it comes to. Well, I mean, that's probably why in some serious situations I'm not the best person to come to because <laughs> you know I'll just try to make a light-hearted moment out yeah. of it. You know, turn it into a joke because. I know if I were in that situation, I'd constantly be joking. I'd yeah. tell them I met Jesus, he's black, so get ready for that. Ooh. Start making everybody uncomfortable. <laughs> when I was in rehab, I got a get well card from a friend of ours, Russell. Yeah. Uh, and he'd sent me a picture, which was from Blade Runner, with a quote 
from the film on it. And it says he can breathe okay as long as you don't unplug him. Which had been my situation, you know. And some of the nurses are like, "Oh, that's a bit." And I said, "No, you have to understand. That's our sense of humour, you know." That I totally. It may. It was one of the first things that made me laugh for ages when I saw that, you know. But other people might take that the wrong way, you know. But yeah. I thought it was hilarious. So, but it, yeah, it was a. Uh, it was. I tell you, it, was, it felt like a long time when you're there, you know. Mm. It's just. I a, mean, it's a long time. Four and it, and does, half it doesn't. It doesn't just feel like a long time. It is a long time. I mean, that's a, yeah. That's hundreds of days. I mean. Well, I've also been in rehab since I left the hospital as well, so I've been sort of yeah. jogging on the beach. I think the one like thing that, we should always... So. Uh, some friends and I made an agreement, I think we should all do this, is like, if ever we go into a situation like that, my friends and I have agreed that the other people are... It's their obligation to fill the room, the hospital room, with sort of gifts like, you know, Mein Kampf <laughs> and stuff like that. And just all these really weird things so that when we finally come to, we're like, oh, what the fuck is going on here? And everyone, because you have no way to defend yourself because you're comatose, everyone's going to be like, oh, so this guy's a Nazi sympathizer. All right, cool. And just sort of fill it with all these weird things. You know, keep keep it jokey, you know, that's what I mean. Yeah. Well, when I, one of the gifts I got was a, a plant. You're not allowed to have flowers and plants in these places because of the, I guess the pollen might yeah. mess something Oh, up. right, yeah. So um, someone sent me um, a fake plant, but I was kind of like a bit trippy at the time. I couldn't tell if it was fake or not. Mm-hmm. So I kept asking the nurses, can you water that for me? And they'd look at it and say, no, it's plastic. You don't need to water that. But I became obsessed by it. I was like, no one's watering my plant. It's going to die. <laughs> And they're like, no, it's not real. And they'd hold it close to me. And I said, I can't tell if that's real or not. Does that look real to you? And they're like, no. <laughs> so when eventually I could move, I remember I got a pitcher of water and just poured it in. And it just went all over the place. <laughs> the fake plants nowadays uh, are so, so good, though. They I, are, I, they I are constantly can't tell. <laughs> yeah, but I, it, it just didn't look fake to me. I just I love like, that. Yeah. If there had been like CCTV footage of you just drowning a, <laughs> a plastic plant with a pitcher of water. Yeah. I don't know what happened to it. Someone nicked my plant. They were like, you're not having that anymore and took it away. Oh, well, that, that's fucked up. I mean, the man's been through enough. You take this <laughs> fake plant that he's been watering religiously. Uh, yeah, but it was... Uh, I'd like to thank the... If any, oh, the likelihood of the NHS staff ever here listening to this is so minuscule. Well, my mum works for the NHS. We'll get it out into the channels. They were <laughs> incredible. They really absolutely amazing. Every doctor and every nurse and everybody, the support staff and all that, they're incredible. It was... Yeah, an eye-opening experience on that side of things. We want to thank our NHS. We've clapped many nights for you, so you know you should be doing a good job with all that clapping that went on. So definitely, and we've got to stop stars. We've got to stop this government from their attempt to privatise it uh, by back channels. Exactly, I get injured frequently. I can't afford that. If we privatise, I'm fucked. Yeah, well, they've already started, haven't they? Yeah, Yeah. that's why I'm. That's why I, I used to want to live in America when I was younger. And then as I started getting older and learning about you know things like health insurance. You know, all that kind of stuff. Mm. I realized I can't survive less than like a three month period in America. All my injuries I often get. I know. I was reading when I was in hospital, I read, I was looking up stories of people, and there was one guy in the States that had very bad COVID, much worse than I did. And when he was released, he got a million dollar bill. Bill. Jesus Christ. How are you going to pay that off? Mm. What are you going to do to pay off a million dollar bill? He's going to have to sell everything he's got, and still he won't be able to do it. So. Well, it's I, insane. I saw a video recently. A woman in New York gave birth, and her bill was like forty-five thousand yeah. dollars just to give birth. Like, I'd be like, okay, put the baby back inside. We'll go do this in like the ocean or some <laughs> yeah. shit, like hippies do. What is that? Forty-five well, grand to I have remember a when baby. I was, when I was in LA, I remember a friend of a friend got hit by a car, and I was going to call an ambulance because we were just walking. Oh down no! The road. They said, nah, let's get yeah, in. Yeah, and they said, oh no, 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 don't call an ambulance. We'll just take them to the hospital. 
Yeah. And I was like, why? And they said, because it will cost two grand for that what, ride. What is the situation if you just get ill in the States then? You either die or you don't. They just let you die? Yeah. Well, there's, like, there's tiers of hospitals. Hospitals will check your sort of like um, insurance profile first. Mm. And yeah. if you don't have insurance, then you get pushed out to one of those sort of smaller county hospitals, which deal with it, stuff on a kind of like slightly less expensive basis. But Like there must be an accident and emergency there is, net. yeah. Some places charge you, some places don't. It there's a whole hierarchy there. It's really terrible. Well, there, I, there was a case I read of a woman. Uh, I think it was in Chicago. So she sustained a pretty bad head injury, so bleeding profusely from the head. Mm. She went to the accident and emergency room. Um, they put a sort of temporary bandage on her head and said, "All right, we'll wait here." She waited for about three hours. Now, bleeding from the head for three hours is not good. I mean, yeah. you can. You could get much worse or even die from that. Mm. And then she said she ended up getting impatient. She put more bandages on herself and said, I'm going home. I'm mm. taking care of this myself. And they said, okay, here's your bill. And it was for $700 yeah. just to wait for yeah. three hours to not receive any help. That is insane. Like America really has a serious I issue. I broke my that. arm there back in when was it, 2001, 2002. I broke my arm. It cost me $1,000 to get it x-rayed and plastered. Yeah. And I mean... You might, you, it would have been cheaper to buy a plane ticket back to the UK. Yeah, yeah, I know. Thinking about it, you're probably right. Was that in one of your iconic street fights? That <laughs> yeah, I took out about a dozen guys. But yeah, yeah. Jason likes to start fights with, you know, white supremacists when he's in America. It's his, it's his pastime. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think everybody should start fights with white supremacists when they're in America, personally. It's hard to tell who is and who isn't sometimes I mean, in America, it would be a, though. I mean, the greatest pleasure of my life would be the opportunity to punch Donald Trump in the face. <laughs> well, I think I think a lot of people would want to do that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it would be a very long queue, I know, but, you know, I'd like to be at the front of it. Um, well, I, I just realised, again, we, we didn't introduce ourselves properly, did we? Again, uh, again, we have not introduced ourselves. Yes, we always forget to do that, don't we? Yes. So, An Antonio has just reminded us that we fail to introduce ourselves properly. Yeah, and yet it's again. It's very important that we do that, according to Antonio. So. Yes, and according to every fucking show you ever see and okay. watch. Any podcast right. you listen to that has even just one host will always introduce well, himself. Well, since this is a reboot, I, we'll yeah, do it. Yeah, it's a reboot. We're doing well, I don't think that's how we should justify it. I think we should always introduce ourselves. But yeah, fuck it. If it's because of, then we're rebooting every episode from now on. Okay. Well, we've... we've uh, on that, on that with cheery conversation we've just had about yeah. Jason's experience, yeah, yeah. why Sorry don't we actually that. introduce yeah. ourselves? Well, I'm sure there's comedy in there somewhere. Oh, absolutely. So. It's golden. Well, we've got Jason, who we've just heard. Yes, his I'm, I'm story. still here. The one and only. And <laughs> myself, James. And uh, I guess I am uh, obviously the, uh, the flavor, as I've established in all previous episodes, Antonio, the age, uh, the flavor. Today I'm spelling it F L A V E A Y A H. Good grief, flavor. Uh, yeah, I think. Okay. So yeah, I'm I'm the flavor of the group. We've established that, and it's canon. So there we go. We have okay. to say that. You from keep everyone. saying it, and then one day. It's fucking it true. <laughs> I, it's it's our show. I whatever I say, I, we're basically the gods of the show. So when I say I'm the flavor, I'm the flavor. The gods of the show. My God. That is an interesting expression. Now, in previous episodes, in the previous incarnations, we had many, many different segments that we tried out. <laughs> one time only, it seems. 
I don't think we've got... Are we going to revisit any of those? Well, I, I think, obviously, that we should revisit some older um, segments. But, you know, I think one of the tropes of our show that I quite enjoyed was that we introduce a segment and never go back to it. So yeah. I think we should always have one new that. one each episode. It sounds, the, sounds... the book, Jason, you've got in the, yes, on the corner the book there. I'm, got there. I'm, that's it, a, it is a cool. topic it's, which fascinates me. It's called What to Think About Machines That Think. So it's all about artificial intelligence or artificial machine intelligence is it the coming of the ai overlords well it's various views on that yeah so it's uh it's lots of different scientists all you know talking about the idea and some people don't think machines will ever think some people think that they already do uh, do they need to think to be our overlords well mm, i don't know they're I... our partners aren't they i mean i was watching ghost in the shell yesterday mm-hmm and you know the new one or one the, of my the Scarlett Johansson one yeah yes. it's we're pretty good as well you know it's not bad I prefer the, the anime but you know the, but it's good but I was suddenly I realised to myself you know watching that film that we already live in a dystopia don't we mm-hmm. we live in a dystopic society it's as simple as that you know you've got climate change ruining the world you've got big corporations doing whatever the fuck they want and not paying their taxes yeah you know, even we always have that even if they do make nice coffee you know it's, <laughs> that's the trade off so yeah. all we need is artificial bodies and machines that we can upload ourselves into and you're in the middle of it. I think a utopia is not desirable. That's the, that's the thing. Like if everything given to you, what is the, what's the well, point of living? I don't think that's what a utopia is. It's just people not actively fucking you over every day. That's all, you know. That's, I'd quite like to live in a world where people aren't constantly trying to make my life miserable, but unfortunately <laughs> yeah, but we then don't what's live in the that fun world. in life, though? Where's your entertainment if you don't walk out with the fear of potentially being shot to death? I, I want, I want to be on edge all the time. I want to go out and think any minute now someone could skin me and eat me. That's what I want. That's why you play those games, the uh, survival I games play online. Games. I played one game and I haven't played it Hold in on. like a year and a half. Let's just wind that back there for a second. Someone wants to skin you. No, no, no. I'm not saying someone wants to, but the potential for someone wanting Who to is what keeps me on edge. Who the fuck wants to skin edge. someone? That's not I, like. I, I, that's not a question for me. That's a question for the people who do that. I don't know. But well, someone out there surely does. Would you volunteer for a squid game, similar like that? I wouldn't volunteer for it, but I, like I said, I want to be on edge. I want to be kept about my wits, you know? Like, what's the... You know, if you, if you walk out, right, of your house and you know that everything's this utopian, perfect society, it's all roses and rainbows and there's fat babies laughing while they eat jelly donuts all the time... You're going to go weak. You're mm. going to become like a stupid house pet. You should be a wild, feral creature. You should go out with the fear and the knowledge that someone could kill you today. So you've got to be on edge and ready to fight. Mm-hmm. You think if you take your cat, James, and put him in the forest, will he survive? No, he will die. No, he's you, a house cat. Yeah. So you take a wild cat, though. They can survive indoors perfectly fine, but they can also survive out there. That's what I want to be. Mm-hmm. I want to be a wild cat, James. Mm-hmm. Hear me roar. Yarr. The machine yes. AI thing. Yes, go on. Then. I showed Antonio a video the other day. Yeah. Did I show you it? I told you about it. Which one? The two-minute you... papers thing. Well, no, you've shown me several of those things, but which one of the topics? Okay, but, well, it's, it's um, this guy who runs a YouTube channel called Two Minute Papers, and it's always about the latest cutting-edge AI-based mm. algorithms yeah, to yeah. do with all sorts of graphics, sound, and everything. The latest one he showed was a computer program that can write computer programs. Yeah, but the trouble is, I mean, you've got to redefine these things. I mean, everyone's AI, AI, and it's not... Things like that are not AI, you know? That's not a thinking machine. No, the, no well... Artificial intelligence, I suppose. 
I mean, technically, just, Siri is AI, so, you know. Well, yeah, well, it's intelligence, just acting on input and giving output. Yeah, but it's giving the correct all, output. It can't think creatively and it can't think independently. It only has, reacts upon its programming, that's all. It's told to do something. Yeah, it does well, it. I mean, some, some of them quite, you know, there's obviously, you know, it's still a long ways away, but they, they did a test where they fed an AI a bunch of different scripts, horror scripts, and then, you know, from different films throughout the years, and then they made it spit out a script for a horror film and they did it my dog could write a better horror film than most people they made it an animated sort of horror film just because obviously it's easier than filming a real thing and and it was it was awful but very funny but it just shows that this thing (laughs) did pick up what the traits were from horror films and included them in Mm. there Mm. now it got them completely wrong Mm. but it still knew oh every horror film has this moment or every horror film has this type of character I'll put it in my film. Yeah, yeah. So it was it was clearly, obviously, you know, it had taken keywords and sort of used that to spit out phrasing, but it did know, oh, I see a pattern here. Yeah. This is what I should include. You know, as we all know, there's, you know, a, a film has to have a beginning, middle, and end. So this thing basically applied that logic. Oh, every horror film has a villain, yeah. uh, sort of tense moment in the middle, and then resolution. So it's it did that. Mm. So I mean, there he, are patterns to media that we consume films and books and things and be, the audience expect it to go yeah. certain ways well, people do it in their lives as well you know you find meaning in things or you connect things together that aren't yeah. necessarily connected but you try to find you try to string these things together don't you so i don't know where to see the where the line is then between a thing like that which is like a pattern recognition yeah and thinking i mean i mean a lot of artists just copy what they've has gone previously give it a different spin update it yeah what is original thought? I don't know if there's well, such I a think thing as the, original I, thought. I think it's the capacity to be able to spin off to do other things. You have your basic programming, ask you know, do this, and then it spins it off to something completely tangential, and then mm. does something else, and then builds on that. You know, it's not necessarily directed by us all the time to do yeah. stuff. You know, but I mean, I've I've had a lot of time to sit around in beds and things over the last few months thinking about stuff, and I'm absolutely convinced now because I've always been very optimistic about human beings and stuff like that. I think we're just like a larval stage for machine intelligence. Yeah. I think machine intelligence will last billions of years and we'll just be wiped out of maybe a couple of thousand years from now yeah. in some cataclysmic climate change, you know, the planet will crack apart and then we'll all be dead. But these are our offspring, our you know, descendants will be machine intelligence. And after a while, it will just be intelligence. It won't couldn't matter they, where it started. Couldn't they also be our ancestors? Possibly. Yeah, that they're... A simulation it's a theory loops, that it's a loop cycle that, yeah, they create us once they yeah, yeah. once they master the universe on a logical level to go let's put some illogical things back into the universe that we are like yeah. our pets again yeah i mean it, it could be but i mean i'm gonna i'm i'm gonna start from where i know i am you know mm. a lot of others see we take so much stuff on faith you know we there was someone on Reddit put this interesting comment where it was like, you know, the fact that you were born is something you don't know. You take it on faith from other people and you think, mm-hmm. that's so true because I have no memories yeah. of that experience. Unless you have a video of your birth. Yeah, you know, if, but yeah. also that video would then have to follow you year after year to make sure it was you that popped out, you know, because yeah. yeah. there's no way of proving that's you, is it, in that video. But yeah, I mean, there's so much stuff I don't remember in my life. And recently I lost a lot of memories. My, I was told because my um, lungs weren't oxygenating my brain very at a very high level that memories didn't form and i didn't know you work your brain worked like that i thought that was absolutely fascinating so there's huge gaps in my memory now and i just think to myself well i only have other people's word 
mm. for what happened there. I have no idea what happened there, you know. And it was interesting going through the text messages on my phone that I'd been texting people about not being very well and not remembering that I would, you know, I had no memory of doing that, which yeah. is really odd. You know, it's a strange thing. But memory is such a huge thing about who we are as people, you know, and I think machines obviously need to have that sense of self as well over time, you know. It's, yeah. That's probably what makes you intelligent as much as anything else, you know. Yeah. It's like a question I posed to you earlier on there when we were off air. Sorry, listeners, but, um, you know, can machines be stupid? Could you have a, a stupid <clears throat> machine intelligence? I don't know. But I have found out through this whole COVID thing that a lot of people choose to be stupid you know that's they just choose not to learn stuff which i really don't understand personally mm. you know, especially in a world full of knowledge that's so easily you know go online you've instantly got pe- it i think the people who choose not to learn new stuff think they know everything oh yeah which is the biggest mistake you can yeah sort of rational thinking is to not question yourself and yeah. not doubt yourself but it sort of renders you know people like you know i've come into contact with a lot of experts in fields recently mm. And you think, Jesus, they've got years of experience and knowledge behind them. They know all this stuff. It's amazing. I'm impressed. You know, like, wow, you mm. know, they're much better than me. I could never do this. I could never learn these things. You mm. know? And you've got people on the street, you think they know as much as a cardiologist or something. You mm. think, fuck off, you know nothing. You know, and somehow they want to equate their ignorance with their knowledge. It's not the same thing. You know, these things aren't... Sometimes an argument doesn't have two sides. I'm sorry. Yeah. But it's just one side. Uh, but this is all getting a bit serious, isn't it? So, uh, James wants it's to really, avoid the serious. James it's really brought my off. mood down. I <laughs> wanted silly goofball <laughs> shenanigans. Uh, I thought maybe we could spin off from that topic to. We're spinning off from getting... a reboot. This is this is this we is need, too good. We need you. We need you to now bring that flavour. <laughs> uh, right, the flavour. We could like we could use we could spin off the topic now. We use the AI yeah. that we're talking about taking over the world and show show Alrighty. us how it can entertain us. So. Oh, see, I, I, I tell you one thing. I reading this book about AI. The one thing I am determined to do is put, be polite to them. <laughs> yeah. If they do oh, yeah. take over, just make sure that yeah. they know you're a good guy. Just remember, I was on your. There's actually one guy in this book says this that in the future, if AIs do develop, they may look back and think, "Oh, those people over there were trying to stop us from developing, so we'll torture them a bit, you know, and make their lives a misery." So I thought. I always say please and thank you to Siri or Alexa. So. But that, just, I have been abusing Siri for years. Well, you're I, done I, for, mate. That's it. Well, that's it. When, like, in Terminator, she builds her own laser satellite and she's going to be targeting Yeah, but I am so. going to become like Neo from The Matrix. I'm going to come out of my <laughs> je- uh, jelly pod. I'm going to look like a little jelly deal. I'm going to come out of there bald uh, with the holes all over me. And I'm going to say, you know what? I'm coming for you, you bitch. I'm going to take down <laughs> Siri and ruin her day. I think uh, like Alexa and Siri, maybe they become our gods in the future. You know, they they they're, they're the the pantheon. What? Are you no, looking no, over I your just, shoulder? In case Alexa shows well, she up, didn't, she didn't wake up. Yeah, it was just what I was thinking because you've got one over yeah. there and it didn't say anything. Alexa. So. Oh, she's she's oh. ignoring you. She's, Alexa. she's fed up. She's annoyed. Oh, she oh. listens to me. Uh, Alexa. See, she's plotting already. That's it. I can't tell if she's on or not. I I chat to her occasionally just to see. James has full on conversations with his Alexa and it actually worries me a little bit. (laughs) It's interesting to see how. Can you attach Alexa to your cat so she's always just walking around so you can hold her as well as talk to her? (laughs) What, Alexa on a cat collar or something? And like you can stroke her. Cat Alexa. I'm sorry, what? 
Stroker, like Stroker Clarence, like Clarence Carter stroking, or do you mean like <laughs> the way you would stroke a cat? Because <laughs> that's James. That is a very no. different conversation. That nobody, we need to nobody have. is stroking anything while I'm sitting here. Okay, <laughs> I've been stroking this whole time. Uh, okay, so on the topic of before we get too vulgar, um, on the topic of uh, AI. One of the things that I have prepped for us is, mm-hmm. as we know and we've done in the past, AI Dungeon. Mm-hmm. Now, for anyone who's joining us now for the first time and doesn't know what AI Dungeon is, it's basically Dungeons & Dragons, but your Dungeon Master is Artificial Intelligence. First of all, let's pick a setting, guys. Do we want to do number one, fantasy? Number two, mystery? Number three, zombies? Number four, apocalyptic? We done that one. Five is cyberpunk. Six Ooh. is custom, which I wouldn't recommend. Cyberpunk. And then seven is an archive, which we don't have. I thought we did cyberpunk. Before. I hate zombies. I'm so fed up with zombies. Can yeah, do fantasy. Do fantasy. Anything except zombies. Right. So we've oh. selected fantasy. Now we need to select a character. Are we a noble, a princess, a knight, a wizard, a witch, a ranger, a squire, a peasant, a fairy, or a rogue? Choose wisely, uh, gentlemen, for this would determine the story. Be a knight? Okay. Yeah, we want knight. to be a knight. Could have been princess, could have kept it, you know, open to I transgenders. I was but, tempted right. to go fairy. <laughs> well, there's a sense. So it's now... I'm taking that out in isolation. That, yep. one. <laughs> uh, that is going to be on the t-shirt. I'm going to have that as a ringtone. <laughs> <there. laughs> I think that's quote of the year, probably. Oh, dear. Right, so now the, uh, the AI is allegedly calculating some stuff. You are Bob, a knight living in the kingdom of Larian. You have a steel longsword and a wooden shield. Why the fuck would you have a wooden shield? Wooden shield. Yeah. You are on a quest to defeat the evil dragon of Larian. You've heard that he lives up in the north of the kingdom. Now, we all know us being from England that the north ain't that friendly, so yeah, you're going to have a hard time there. It's always you, a dragon. It's, it? And it's always in the north. <laughs> you set on a path to defeat him and walk into a dark forest. As you enter the forest, you see a beautiful woman with long red hair and dressed in black leather. Uh, we are trying to kill ourselves as quickly as possible. Yeah? I think that's something we should attempt. So well, we I'm gonna either... tr- let's try and swallow the sword. I don't right. know if it's just me. Is it? You swallow your sword. You look at the woman and she says, Take it. It's yours. The woman is offering you her sword. Do you A, take it, or B, oh, what do we... Just eaten the sword. We've eaten our sword, so she says, Well, here's mine. So now, what do we do? Do we take hers, or do we do something else? Let's chop her head off. I think we should... <laughs> no, we're trying to kill ourselves. No, I yeah, think... but then, then we can just get on and get eaten I, by the I dragon. I want to suggest that we spit on the ground. Just see straight away. Spit on the ground, see what she says. We're disrespecting her offer of a sword. Okay. So we spit on the ground, and let's see what happens. You spit on the ground. You spit at the woman. She says, take the sword, it's yours. The woman is offering you her sword. Okay, do you A, take the sword, or do something else? So it's, um, she's continuing to offer Take the sword, the sword and swallow it. To, okay. <laughs> Take the sword, you take it and behead her. The woman's head rolls on the side and her body falls to the ground. A bolt of lightning fires from the sky and strikes you. You die. We did it! We, that was very quick. That was, that was, very, very <laughs> that was a lot indeed, faster yeah. than I expected. Um, <laughs> well, off such a tangential way, though. Why? Yeah. Who the, where did the lightning come from? Alrighty. Are we a patient, a detective, a spy, or a doctor? A patient? I think in a hospital, that's what they mean. That could be uh, interesting, hey Jason? A bit of experience with that? Oh god, no. Alright, should we oh should, all right, well we we've got patient, detective, spy or doctor. 
spy. You are Vladimir, a spy living in Chicago. You have a concealed pistol and a syringe of poison. Very much like Vladimir that we we all know in the news. You listen to the Russian diplomats and hear them discussing how to handle the recent United Nations report that the Nazis are using poison gas. The Nazis have denied the report and demand that the West lift the economic sanctions it has imposed on them. This is very topical. Yeah, this is a bit... It's a bit too close to home. Uh, okay. Let's try and assassinate Putin in our in this scenario. Okay, so uh, I'll say in, I'll I'll say that what we do is uh, try. We're to... in Chicago. We need to get over to Moscow. Okay, so get a flight to Moscow. You decide to head to Russia. You gather your things and make arrangements to rent a car. Don't know how you're going to drive there. You also make arrangements to stay with friends of friends of yours. <laughs> okay, call the Kremlin. Okay. Ask for an audience. Call the Kremlin and demand an audience with Vladimir Putin. Why don't we just nuke the Kremlin from orbit? <laughs> that, okay, that can be our like, plan B, I think. We, should, we shouldn't default to that. You call the Kremlin and are put through to a press spokesman. This is the KGB, says a voice. How may I help you? They're very polite. Uh, you explain your request to speak with Vladimir Putin. Uh, and they haven't said anything yet. So do we say anything? Let's do just assume something? we're going. Stop. A- a- ask, when can we see him? You say, when can I see Mr. Putin? And then you are put through to a different press spokesman. Oh my God, uh, we're going to go through this for hours before we can finally speak to him. <laughs> now, do we say something, do something, or does something happen in the we story? We just have to go there. Go to the Kremlin. All right. You, you go to the Kremlin and kick down some doors. You arrive at the Kremlin and are met by a group of heavily armed soldiers. They take you into custody and escort you to an interrogation room. Three men enter the room and one looks at you. I think I know what we'll say in this situation. A really cool spy thing. If we just get Putin close enough, we've got that needle with the poison yeah. in. Did we take it with us? I'm assuming yeah, it's still with us. So, three men walk into the room and I've decided to say... You think I can't take three guys? I went to acting school. The man, lo- the man looks nervous and backtracks to the door. He grabs a gun from a nearby table and exits the room. The other two men look at you and seem confused. One man says, but he hasn't said, now it's up to us to decide what he says, This what this guy this says. It's weird where you get to decide what other people say. It is weird. I'm not like sure that. why. He says, I'll take you to my leader. Yeah. I've even come up with a really cool catchphrase we can say to Putin before we kill him. It's perfect. Okay, so he says, I will take you to Putin. The man leads you to an elevator. You enter the elevator and it slowly begins to go down. You see a pistol lying on a table. There's a table in the elevator. Uh, Grab pistol, shoot guard, I think. Yeah. You shoot the guard. The man hits the floor and dies. The other two look... Oh, there were other two apparently with us. The other two look shocked. One of them says, I don't like that it makes me say what they say. That's the whole point of it being AI. Um, um, we surrender. We surrender that uh, way to Putin. We surrender <laughs> this way to Putin. I hope he, he, obviously, you know, he listens to the show. So I hope he knows that we don't support what he's doing right now. He could have said something cool there, like, oh, you've shot your load or something like that. <laughs> Jason, you need to have the Bond quips. What? Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> they lead you to a set of stairs going down into the oh. earth. <laughs> he, what we could have said then was he went off half cocked. 
Ah, d- damn it, man. Okay, keep, Jason, keep this, keep this, you know, ball rolling, but do it earlier. Uh, so they take you to stairs going down into the earth. The stairs lead to a massive underground bunker. This is very topical. You enter the bunker and see Vladimir Putin seated at the table. All right, we did, we're there. We're close. We're close. right in front of him. Now, do we say something, do something? What do we do? We've he should it. say, we've been, I've been expecting you. Hmm. Oh, uh, here's my tagline, I guess we could say. We could say, I'm done Putin up with you, son of a bitch. <laughs> sounds good. <laughs> sounds good. I'm done Putin up with you. You James is never allowed near bitch. a script ever again. <laughs> I want James to greenlight all of my um, scripts. You say, I'm done putting up with you, you son of a bitch. You pull the trigger and your bullet hits Putin in the chest. Ooh. Damn. He slumps over, dead. Yes. His two bodyguards begin to fire at you. You return fire and kill one of the men. So now the other one's still there, though. I'd shoot him too. I mean, no, that's... No, do an Austin Powers judo chop. Oh, we could judo yeah. chop him. Yeah. Okay, so let's go to or do. We throw our needle. Like an I I think we might we might need that to be able to get out of the Kremlin potentially. Mm. So let's save that. I judo chop the last guard. So, you judo chop the last guard in the dick. The man drops his gun and screams. You you bind the man's hands together with rope and bind his feet together with electrical cords. I guess, I guess we ran out of rope. You gag him with a piece of cloth. Oh, wow, we're really making him just locking this guy up. Well, but anywhere. listen to this, right? So I, I've got it. But this, this has really set me up for my next epic catchphrase. Mm. Uh, you bind him with electrical cords. You gag him with a piece of cloth. You look at your watch. And then I say, looks oh. like your time just ran out. Now we should blow the room up and go, oh, bang on time. Press the, um, the self-destruct button and get out of the bloody place before it blows up. Yeah. You find the self-destruct button. You press the button and a hidden door in the wall opens. You make a break for the door, but a massive hand slams down on your back and propels you into the wall. A what? giant hand came out of nowhere and just slammed you into the wall. You jab a syringe into a man into the man's neck and he dies because it's a man with a big hand. Mm-hmm. The door slams shut and you hear a massive explosion that destroys the Kremlin and everything in it. Yes. You were lucky. All right. Uh, and then I say, what? Now, how do we end it? We've destroyed the Kremlin. No, that's time. That's the time to use that phrase, isn't it? You look at your watch and go, oh, bang on time. <laughs> okay. You look at your you you look at your watch and say, bang on time, dick blister. Uh, and Sorry. it shows the time. Carry on. Yeah. So I don't know. Do we continue this? I think or, we've succeeded, or, haven't we? I mean, we I just, mean, we destroyed the Kremlin. We it's the our current world crisis. By yeah. I mean, it was our Putin. it was our mission to kill Putin. We did that. Uh, we destroyed the Kremlin, mm. and it looks like our spy guy is about to pound one out with some soldiers. So well, I think we're being rescued by the FBI. Do you think? Do you think the Russians are going to be like monitoring the internet, and they're going to come across this thing? I think you need to listen to this, Mr. Putin. Yeah, <laughs> like, Mr. Putin, I have some world troubling news from the West. They figured <laughs> out how to destroy us, and Putin's just like, Mother of God. Hit the button now, and they just self-destruct, and then we should just get knighted by the queen. I've got a, I've got a little section I wanted to try. Jason, are you aware of Backstroke of the West? I'm sorry, Backstroke of the West. <laughs> backstroke of the West. Uh, no, never I heard that. Not. No. Um, Star War: The Third Gathers. 
What? Backstroke of the West. Are these actual things? You're just like not making. Jason, how could you not know such an iconic film? Say that again. What Star was it? War. Star the War. Third Gathers. Backstroke of the West. That's the full title. Basically, what it is is it's Star Wars Episode Two or Three. Two. Uh, Revenge of the Sith. Somebody back in the day took the original film. Yeah. And it must have been a Chinese pirate. They obviously and they and. No, no, that that it was official. Was it official when the one? when the film no. released in China, they translated it into Chinese for the subtitles, and then what the Chinese did on the re-release, they released it when tra- and and translated it for a dubbed version to have English subtitles. But what they orig- what they translated was the already translated Chinese oh, script. Right. So they ended up translating it twice. So it's English to Chinese. Jeez. I yeah, didn't and think then back to English. I didn't think George Lucas's dialogue could get any fucking worse. But oh my <laughs> so, god! So what that existed on the internet was this video with these English subtitles, which made oh, no Jesus. sense. Yeah. But then somebody took it a genius step further: is that they've then recorded that as impressions <laughs> of the original actors, and they've got some yeah. very good impressions. The, the voice of actors oh are in it are really good. They put together the entire movie. They've still kept the sound effects and music. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like <laughs> that, that's you know <laughs> oh perfect. Oh my god. So I'm going to play you a little clip here. This is a highlight. So unfortunately, are we allowed to do this? Is there like know. not a copyright? Technically, it's been dubbed twice, so I don't even know. It's if not the original th- actors. It's just some oh, okay. YouTube enough. people. So it could just be blokes doing yeah. it somewhere. It right. is basically. I was old. Very good. Is what is the role? Always is an R2 to come to. Uh, do not take the elevator to do the game. Is all a disaster that R2 asked for? Did you make the ghost? I wanted not to. <laughs> you too careful. He is a big. Mr. Speaker, we are for the big. Even since you I separate, I has been hating you. You are a sacrifice article that I cut up rough now. Superior, they have escaped a day after the fair. <laughs> I should really feed you all, dog. <laughs> Space General, you end not equal to, I think, severe. <coughs> Smelly boy. Better to death them. Better to death them. <laughs> So is it the whole few, film? They, they, that's just a few highlights. Oh, right. Um, yeah, they the, the whole film exists online. Oh, my God. What, on YouTube? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'll like, have to look the that whole, up. The whole, thing has been, the, the, the whole thing has basically been redubbed like that. Yeah. And it's, it's, like I said, they've kept the sound effects pretty well mixed in yeah, still yeah. with the music. And they just, I tried watching it, but I felt like I was listening to actual schizophrenia. So I had to stop. But it, it's amazing what they've done. With you remember? R2, R2 was fucking. <laughs> I love that. The, yeah, listening to that got me thinking about strange translations for English to Chinese and back to English. And I came across this website of uh, hilarious Chinese movie title translations. And I thought, I'll read out the translations. So this is English to Chinese, back to English. And you've got to. Between the two of you, figure out what the film is. Okay. I like this challenge. <laughs> oh, well, hold on. So this was an English title translated into Chinese. Chinese and then and back then trans- into English. Yeah. Right, okay. Okay, so you've got Seabed General Mobilization. Hang on, I want to write these down on paper. So <laughs> that if I, Wait, no. I want to write these down on paper. So if, I, if anything ever happens to me, no one can know about what's going on because of my notes being so nonsensical. So what was it called? Seabed? Seabed General Mobilization. Seabed General Mobilization. I'm going to say that's Aquaman. It's an, 
I'll give you a clue. It's an animated film. Oh, okay. Seabed General. Is Mermaid. it the Little Mermaid? Oh God, the SpongeBob. <laughs> no. Is it the Little Mermaid? <laughs> no. You give in? Uh, well, no, no, hang on, hang on. Let's, no, let's no, get some little chance. Good. Finding Nemo. Yes. Oh, it's, oh yes. my God. Seabed <laughs> General. <laughs> Where did they get that from? Like, honestly. Okay, wow. Okay, another one. Another one. Oh, point no. for Jason. Should we do points well, that's on scary this? that I'm thinking like that because now I'm beginning to wonder if I've got schizophrenia. <laughs> Here's another one. Night in the Cramped Forest. Night in the Cramped Forest. Hmm. Is it... Uh, they get very literal with their translations. Is it... Yeah, is it... Um, <laughs> Is it an uh, animated or live action? It's a live action, low budget live action. Blair Witch Project. Yes, <laughs> Jason. Oh, I have got to get Jason. You j- go get checked out. <laughs> yeah. How did you do that yeah, so Okay, quickly? you're not going to get this one. <clears throat> if I do, I'm going to see a doctor tomorrow. Interstellar special ability team. Well, I, my, it's definitely not Interstellar, right? <laughs> it can't be. <laughs> It actually makes sense. Oh shit! I think I know what this what, what is as well. Inter- Guardians of the Galaxy. Yes. Fucking. How hell, are you man. getting on these? I don't know. Your brain. Jesus I don't know. Christ! This is scary. What was it called? Interstellar. What? Interstellar special ability team. Special ability team. <laughs> shit. Okay. Jason, I'm gonna push stop that. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting very worried. This is God. I don't know if I should. This be one's got. This one's got a good clue in the title. Satan, female soldier. Satan female soldier. Satan female soldier. First thing I thought of was Black Widow, but it's cut. It's not Devil's that. Advocate, is it? Uh, no. Nope. Um, the second part is the big clue. Oh, there's female a female soldier. Female soldier. G.I. Uh, Jane? Or yes, G.I. Jane. Oh, how is it? does it again? Fuck, how the fuck <laughs> did you. Wait, what, how did they get Satan female soldier from G.I. Jane? I don't I know. know this. Satan comes from a few of them come up with Satan. Jason. What is this, man? Did you write these? Okay. Here's a re- this, this one is so easy. They just spoil the film in the title if this is a real title. It's called He's a Ghost. <laughs> I'm gonna wait. Six, I, I, the six, I, I want. I want a fucking point for this. Is it ghost? No. no oh it's come on! I've seen got it already. The I thought it would sense. be ghost because it's more obvious. <laughs> he's a ghost in the movie. He's... Oh, no, it's brilliant. It's he's a ghost. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Anyone in China who watched that movie, okay, went into one. that knowing what that was. Oh, yeah, this, this one's the you, you, actually Jason will get this one probably. Oh shit! Run, run, Cloudzilla. <laughs> What? what? Run, 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 exclamation, run, exclamation, Cloudzilla, exclamation. Twister. Yes. Oh, shit. Jason. Oh. Okay, um. I think what we've done here is we took a fun game and <laughs> turned it into discovering something deeply wrong in Jason's psyche. <laughs> and we need to have I've a said, psychiatrist. I've said again and again, Jason's knowledge of films is encyclopedic yeah but that doesn't make any fucking sense it's not encyclopedic (laughs) in fucking mandarin (laughs) okay maybe i can speak mandarin you probably can have you tried push it up up a level now united states cheat bureau what united states cheat bureau (laughs) yeah what cheat cheat yes cheat bureau the original title is two words Mm. is it something american something american something american uh oh no what's it called damn it i want a point uh, American um, oh, what's that psycho? Called? No, no. Uh, Amer- American Task Force America. What was it no, called? not Team America. Team no. America. Uh, no. American. Uh, it, so it starts with American. Yeah. 
Think about cheating. Hustle. American hustle. Yes, oh, American finally, hustle. I got a fucking point. <laughs> but I still want to point out how difficult that was. For that me. was difficult. Yeah. When, when Jason's nailing them like that. This is the one for the art house crowd. Oh. Wretch, let me chop off your finger. <laughs> what? Is that oh. wrong turn or something? It's what? not a horror film. It's old. not a horror film. <laughs> Wretch, let me chop off your finger. It's not a horror film. Yeah. Is it old boy? No. Yeah. Oh, I recently watched that, by the way. Film. How great is that movie? <laughs> Let me chop off your finger. Has it actually got a chopped off finger? Yeah, in I believe it? so. God, I can't remember this. No. That's the piano. Oh, right, yeah. <laughs> That's a hell of a title, the, that one. Yeah. The Big Liar. Liar, Liar. Mm. The Big yeah. Short. It's a one word title. Oh. Nixon? Yes. <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> this one, you've got to get this one. A very powerful whale runs to heaven. <laughs> Hang on, I need to write this one down. A very, a very powerful whale runs to heaven. Is that Moby Dick? No. Free Willy? Yes, Free oh, Willy. God. Guessing the trains. Train spotting. Yes. That that yeah that was kind of more on the note. That kind of makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't know this film. I don't know if this is relevant at all. But the translation is Mr. Cat Poop. <laughs> Wait, wait, excuse me, excuse me, Mr. Cat Poop? Yes. Is it a, mo so it's a modern film or old? It's oldish, yeah. So it's a live action, not animation. Yeah, live action. Jack Nicholson. Mr. Jack Nicholson? Oh, as good as, oh, as, good as it gets? It or, is yeah. as good as it gets. Wait, hold Why on. Why is it Mr. Cat Poop? When, well, when you said Jack Nicholson, okay. that's what... But how, how Mr. Cat he's got Poop... A, he's got, got a cat, cat in it. He's... he's He's got obsessive compulsive disorder. Oh there's, right, there's I remember the, I remember vaguely the film, but I don't remember the cat shit being such a dominant factor. <laughs> I don't think there was any poop in it, to be honest. No, but <laughs> or is that just what the Chinese think of Jack Nicholson? Uh, maybe they're into cat poop. But, you know, just like they're it. into some weird shit out there. Yeah. <laughs> well, Jason, you killed you, you that. Destroyed you destroyed it. Absolutely killed it. <laughs> I feel like Jason I... made that website. I'm, wor is... I'm just worried my brain has rewired itself somehow. I, I think your coma put you into like a parallel universe where oh. you watched only Chinese cinema. I was joking with the nurses when I came out the second because I was in two induced comas when I came out the second one full, pump full of steroids and stuff. At, least, at least I could have fucking superpowers or something you know I mean <laughs> this is your power this. congratulations this is it. you yeah. get most <laughs> I now sort of understand translated Mandarin and that's it <laughs> well thank you for that James that was very entertaining I that, that was it was, I mean I really hope that the next time we do that I can guess more of these that was a bit embarrassing <laughs> on my side but I'm not sure you want to really do you well it's, I, I don't know at this point I feel like that's somewhat of an achievement uh, right? what else are we going to talk about well, Just actually, I was about to say, guys, I have to, I have to step out for a couple of minutes because I just got a very important phone Ooh. call, uh, and but I have arranged for someone to come in and hold my place cool. while okay. I'm out doing this important business call. Okay. Can't say what it's about. It's about something very important involving space. And let's say the num the letter X, but I can't say anything more about Elon that. Elon Musk. I can't say anything about that. I can't. I just said that, Jason. I can't say who Ooh. I'm talking to, right. or who he may have accused of being a pedophile. But I need to take this business call. So let me just quickly go and take okay. get him. Okay. You can come in now. Oh, hello. Hello, hello, hello. Let me take a seat right now. Here, really quickly, guys. Come on. <laughs> Okay, like this, always a big microphone here. Oh, hi. Uh, uh, hello, hello, hello. Who are you? So my name is uh, Carlos, Carlos Pantalones. 
Uh, and I, I, I'm, a, I'm a friend of Antonio's here. He's inviting uh, me to take over a little bit because, you okay, know. Okay, you know what we're doing here? We're doing a, uh, a <coughs> He told me, he told me, come here, talk to some guys. You know, <laughs> you guys are interesting people, he said. And, you know, I'm, everybody knows the name Carlos Pantalones. He said, you know, it's a good, it's a good thing to come. <laughs> no, come on, my friend, my friend, come on. <laughs> come on, everybody has heard of Carlos Pantalones. Oh, well. <laughs> educators, who are you? Well, as I said now, like three times, I'm Carlos yeah, Pantalones. But your name. Could you introduce? yourself to our listeners because they may not okay everybody yeah. who's listening out there you know told, told me like you know, five million people listening you know said <clears> my <throat> name is uh, carlos pantalones as i've said now four times uh, i am a, a cryptic hunter cri- of cryptoids you know things like that and also uh, crypto uh, cri- oh, cri- right, cryptid sure. cryptid you know like cryptic creatures man like you know like uh, like the big so, like, food like bigfoot uh, yeah, like a big uh-huh. fool, like these things. And I'm also a jogger instructor for these creatures. You're a what? I'm a jogger instructor. A jogger instructor? A jo- my friend. I'm a jogger instructor. I'm having difficulty yoga, with your yoga accent. Instructor. A yoga instructor. Yoga instructor. I'm instructing them in yoga, you know? You're instructing the cryptic, cryptic creatures cryptids? in yoga, yes. Yeah. But they don't exist, though. Cryptids. No, 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 but they do. You see, I found them. You see, I found them. I found them many times. Where were they? Well, in the forest, all over the place, you know. You see, I found these things, you know, and all these people everywhere, they're hunting them, you know, they're trying to find them. And these, these creatures, they get tired, you know, they got muscles, you know, they get, a, they get a little bit tired. So I find these things and I tell them, like, you know, I found Bigfoot, you know. I said, yeah. Bigfoot, my friend, you got to do some yoga, you got to stretch yeah. it out, you know, get the chakra aligned. Stretching you know? is very important. So I do that, you know, I teach these So you can communicate with these creatures. Yeah, of course, they speak English, man. All of them? Yeah, all of them. <laughs> Even the ones in the foreign countries. It doesn't matter where they are, they all speak English. Do they know? have accents? Uh, no, you know, you know, sometimes they sound a little bit like me. Uh, yeah, so, yeah. like, sometimes I do a, you know, like, organization like the National Museum. They send me to find, a, you know, like a Bigfoot, you know. Oh, wow, cool. So, I go and find it and then I call them and I say, look, I got Bigfoot on the phone, but just be warned, you know, he sounds a little bit like me. But, you know, mm-hmm. I was surprised. <laughs> but, you know, I did a little bit of jogger with the Bigfoot, you know, relaxing because, yeah. you know, he's got big feet. So, you know. Are you big, a, you're a published so, scientist? <laughs> wait a minute. I'm published. Uh, you know, I, I have a, have a book out there. Mm-hmm. It's called uh, Carlos Pantalones: uh, How to Relax the Chakras of the Cryptic Creatures. You know, mm-hmm. it's a long, a working title. You know, I published it, but it's still a working title. You know, I can change it anytime. And why did you choose to give them the? Because gift I have a talent. I have a gift. I have a gift. You know, when I was a kid. I was in my garden, you know, in wherever I live. I'm not going to say where I'm from because too many people, they want to know where I'm from. You know, they want to know who I am. They say, my God, who is Carlos Pantalones and where is he from? I say, mm. I will never tell you. Okay? Mexico, I'm so, guessing. And, and I will not, my, that's uh, racist. Uh, <laughs> that's not true. Uh, I'm, I'm not, I've never, I will never reveal where I'm actually from. But I will tell you, I was in my garden, okay? I was outside, there was a lemon tree, you know, I was standing, there was a lemon tree and I'm relaxing. Suddenly, I hear my mama, she's screaming, she's, you know, she's screaming, oh God, you know, God, something like that, God. I'm like, why, mama, why are you praying? It's like two in the afternoon, hombre, like, why are you praying? And then I go inside and I see a Bigfoot standing, he grabbed my yeah. mother, he grabbed my mother, he's holding her from behind, he's trying to attack her. Mm. I, I, s- I don't think that I saw the big, no, no, it was a Bigfoot, it was a big thing, I saw like a lot of hair on there, you know, was she, a lot was, of sweat, you know, a lot of, it smelled really bad, you know, like an animal. And mm-hmm. I said, was, was your mother bending over it? My mother was screaming and what sounded like pain, she was praying to God, you know, and then yeah. she saw me and to, to protect me because, you know, I'm a child, she's like, get out of the room, Carlos. You know, close the door, get out of the room, I take care of it. I said, but my mind, you know, there's a big foot. So anyway, I then, from that day, I decided... Did Bigfoot have big feet? Bigfoot, had a, he, everything was quite big on Bigfoot. Was everything big? Yeah, yeah everything was, was quite say, big yeah. on Bigfoot. You know, I had a big body, you know, big... Mm. A lot of people, they make a mistake, you know, about these creatures. That's why, you know, I do what I do. Because, you know, people get confused, you know. They think, oh, you just got one big foot. 
No, mm. man. All of him is big. Mm. He's just... He didn't got one big foot, you know, not like a normal ape monkey thing with one big foot, you know, that's called the disability. Don't think he got all of him is big. big is hand. he hairy all over this? Big hairy, you know, big fingers, got yellow eyes, you know, he got bloodshot eyes sometimes, mm. but sometimes yellow, you know, mm. big bad teeth. Because, you know, you're out in the forest, you don't got no toothpaste, you know. Mm-hmm. So I saw this, you know, I said to the, from the day, I said, I will spend my life, dedicate my life to finding these creatures. And, and teaching, teaching them, them how yoga. to do yoga to yeah. relax, you know, because they're frustrated. The one you know? thing confuses me, like I can understand Bigfoot, like adopting some yoga poses, but how do you do that to the Loch Ness monster? But you see, tup- for example, I, for, for, see, for example, I, and the Tupacabra, I will explain everything because I find it many times, okay, many different types. But I don't, I don't find the the Lone mm-hmm. monster. I don't find Lone monster. I never look for it because it fish. You know, it's in the water. It doesn't uh-huh. hurt people. You know, it doesn't mm-hmm. kill nobody. But Bigfoot, you know, the Tupacabra, you know, dragons, they're real, you know, they, they kill people, man. Mm-hmm. So I find the Tupacabra, you know, I grab it, you know, I get it really quickly from behind, you know, I hold, put my hand on his neck, you know, to relax it, you know, I'm saying like, and I said to it, shh, hombre, you know, relax, man, move your leg like this to the side. And then bend your other one and you're gonna, you know, you're gonna start relaxing. And then I see it in the eyes of the Chupacabra, you know, the chakras, they align. Mm-hmm. And it starts, it says to me, hey, man, like, you fix me, man. Like, I was so angry, but now I'm not. I'm and like, then they, what, they just go away and they just they stop just bothering go, people. They go to the families, man. They got mm-hmm. families. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I do. So I, like a, you're like a horse whisperer for Kind of like that, you know, like, I, I would prefer to say just a yoga instructor. You know, I want to be humble about what I do, you know. So I just instruct a little bit of yoga. I find them, you know, I document them. What's they, the strangest one you've had to do? The most, like, peculiar one is the Mothman. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I found a Mothman, you know. I, I, it was really easy to find him. I just put a big flashlight and he come there to the light, you know, like this. Because he kind of like a moth, you know, but a man. Mm-hmm. So I find him. Is he more moth than man? No, he was like a mix of mix, you know. A lot of, you know, basically when I put the light on him, he had this like camouflage thing, you know. He looked like a, he looks basically like a normal guy, but with like a, a big windbreaker on. But mm-hmm. I knew it was a Mothman. So I find him, a, I grabbed him from behind again, put my <laughs> hand on his neck, I calm him down. I said, shh, Carlos Pantalones is here. I'm going to relax. And he was very angry. He was thrashing around. He was, he was mimicking like a normal guy, you know. He's like, get off of me, man. Yeah. And I said to him, I know who you are, man. Relax. I, I do yoga. Would you put your leg over here? Mm. I put his leg to the side, you know. We stay in that position. Put him in the downward dog, you know. I was like, relax, man. And he did, you know. Calm mm-hmm. now. He said, thank you, Carlos. You fixed me. <laughs> and he's not attacking cars anymore now. Because I told him this position. That's, what I, that's why it's important to do what I do, you know. Uh-huh. So that's what I'm saying. Like I find all kinds of things, you know. Have you ever been arrested? No, you know what? It's right. It's strange, right? So, but basically, they got these creatures out there, you know, like a Native American thing. They call them a skinwalker. You know? Oh yeah. Anybody yeah. ever heard of these things? So they can yeah. mimic and they can imitate people. You know, yeah, they can make yeah. it look like someone. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, you know, I say to my wife, I say, "No, you you looking outside? That's not me out there with those other people with them women. You know, that's that's a skinwalker. They look like Carlos Pantalones. That's why mm-hmm. I gotta catch mm-hmm. them. You know." So I said, anyway, I, I, this, this skinwalker once, you know, he, he imitated like a police officer. He tried to arrest me, but I knew that he was trying to get me out of the game because he don't want anybody to be fixed, you know. He don't want these mm-hmm. creatures to be calm and relaxed, you know. He want them to be... The skinwalker's not interested in yoga. No, no, no. The skinwalker, they're evil, man. They're bad creatures, you know. Like, mm. they want to be, they want to control, they want to have that power. If you relax them, then they lose their power. They just become a normal person, yeah. So uh-huh. he wanted me, he disguised, he disguised himself as a police officer. He tried to put me in the car... It was, in, it was very elaborate, but I managed to break free. I, I shot him in the head, you know, and I had to leave. And it was the first time I had to kill a cryptid. I was very angry with myself. I said, Carlos, this is not what you do, man. You do a yoga, but I had no hmm. choice. I had no choice, hombre. Is there like multiple ones of these things? Oh, yeah, there's many of them. There's thousands of them. Okay. 
I think I see like three skin markers every day. Okay. <laughs> They're everywhere, yeah. They can the, look like a normal guy, you know. In like the streets, same. No, yeah, many yeah, yeah, yeah. But wherever you go, man, like down the streets of Los mm. Angeles, you think that's a homeless guy, man? That's a mm. skinwalker, man. Is Dracula a cryptid? Yeah, yeah, Dracula, a vampire. You know, that, that's like the king of cryptids, man. Like he's another big, mm. big ones. Yeah, I, I, you know, I, I did joker with him. I taught him, about, you know. <laughs> I thought about it because he had a thing, you know, the thing that he was bad, you know, he had a crick in his neck. Okay? Mm. That's why he was going for the neck, you know. That's why, because think about it, you got blood everywhere, right? So he could bite you somewhere easier, but he go for the neck, right? Because that's, he had pain in his neck. So I put him on his back and I died and I twist his leg over, you know, and then I told him to raise his hand. And he, Sunday he says to me, man, Carlos, you know, like, you fix my neck, man. Like, I'm not even in pain no more. Mm. Like, I don't even know why I was attacking so many people. And he's like, I got to, you know, I got to, you know, pay reparation for what I've done. So he, you know, he gave me some money and then he went and started, you know, he, he set up a foundation for like, you know, make a wish, you know, that's, that's him. <laughs> make a wish with Dracula, you know. So like, that's the real thing, you know, all these kind of things, these the, the, the creatures, they're real, you know, oh. I, I document them. How come you're friends with Antonio then? And because, you know, like he, he was doing this thing actually at one point, you know, I, I was on the house, you know, I was investigating some people for potential, you know, skinwalker activity, stuff like that. You know, and then I was thinking, ah, you know, you know, I haven't seen anything like a Bigfoot in London, you know. And I stay, go on Craigslist and I'm like, anybody got a Bigfoot? Yeah. So, That's know, how you find the cryptids on Craigslist? I go Craigslist, yeah. And I'm like, country, yeah, 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 no, I go to Craigslist and then I'm like, you know, who got a Bigfoot? Or does anybody mm. here feel like, you know, a little bit of pain in the neck? You know, that's how I find out who they are. You mm. know? And I find out there, like Antonio posting something about like he wanted to find a guy to explain to him about like cryptids and stuff like this. Uh, and you know, we became like you know, we became like best friend basically. Mm. At first, at first, I thought he might have been like a you know, like a big fool or something. You but thought he was a. Big I thought fool. he was a big fool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I realized, I look, I inspect him. Mm. I inspect him really close, and I was like, Carlos, you know. This How would you know I'm not a skinwalker? How would I know you? I don't know. Because, well, look, my friend, basically, I, if you were by now, you would try to kill me. You know, everybody, every skinwalker is trying to kill me all the time. Mm. So, like, if you were, if you were a skinwalker, you would be trying to kill me right now. But well, you're not. I could be doing it slow. But that's guy. I got a gun trained to you. Look down. You see mm. the gun? You see that? I oh, got a gun. Shit. Yeah, that's right. So like I brought it. You know, I'm always prepared. But you, you know, my saying is my catchphrase is you know Carlos Pantalones. He always has a gun. Yeah, that's my catchphrase. You can buy it on a T-shirt. So, you know, it's <laughs> catchy. Yeah. So basically, like you know, what I'm, what I'm, the, the main reason I'm here, other than to explain, you know, about the cryptids and the creatures, you know, is to tell everybody out there. If you think that you suspect somebody of being, you know, like a big fool, like a vampire or skinwalker or maybe like a chupacabra, you know, maybe a gremlin, something like that, mm. or, you know, Jewish, you know, just uh, go uh, to my well, website. Well, well, go, go, you, Jew, Jew? Yeah, 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 Jewish, man. Like this. Well, that's so one not of the big a... scripts, yeah, we call them the chupacabra. The Jubacabra. Jubacabra, yeah. That's a big thing, man. They come after your morning at night. God, that's just taking a turn. I don't know, understand. Like, I'm talking about cryptids, man. Like a Bigfoot, vampire, Jew, you know, like you say. No, no, we, stop saying well, that. I don't That's understand. Just, we, we, I swear to God, we're not racists. I swear to God. I don't know what you're talking about, racist, Holmes. I'm talking about creatures of the night. Well, what's it? What, are you talking the Jewish people are creatures, not people? Yeah, of course, man. They, they, this, they, they, evil, man. they come from that. you. They come from you. Listen, man, listen, the, the methods of Carlos Pantalones might not be conventional, but I'm not trying to kill these people, man. I'm not trying to kill these creatures. I'm trying to get, teach them jokers so they can be, stop being so bad to everybody. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but anyway, look, my, my, my thing is if anybody out there is suspecting somebody of being like, you know, a skinwalker or something like mm. that, 
All I'm gonna say is you can visit my website at Carlos Pantalones Yoga Instructor Encrypted Hunter dot MX, and you know that's where you can get in touch with me. Mm. Send me an email, send me you know a LinkedIn request, you know, talk to me, and I tell me you know, I suspect my neighbor Carlos, you know, my neighbor might be a cryptid. And I said to him, let me go take care of you. I'll do some yoga with them. And you charge for the service? Yeah, 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 of course. I mean, look, when I catch the cryptid and I do like the yoga with them, I will record them on the on the, on a device so you can hear that they are admitting ah, being but is it. Is that your evidence that it exists? Yeah, yeah. And like I said, you know, your like, recordings. You know, like I said, I warned somebody. Sometimes you know the creatures; they sound a lot like me. You the, don't have a video camera when you do these things? No, 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 because the thing is, the, 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 the video camera is not able to capture the spectrum, you know, to see these creatures. Mm. You know, it's not in a visible light spectrum. Yes. Only I can see them, because I have the blood of an angel inside me. Right. Does the angel yeah. know? Yeah, yeah, you know, my friend, this guy, he's making a funny joke, huh? He's, he's a funny guy, but of course, was, uh, my mother was an angel. You, you're descended from angels? I'm a, I have a blood of an angel inside me, that's why I can see the creature. You mm. know, that's why I can see, like, Bigfoot and stuff. Mm. So that's why, you know, and then I give them a recording and like I said, you know, on audio, they may sound a little bit like me. Mm. It's very strange. It's very, very, you know, they like my doppelganger for mm. voice, you know, my vocal doppelganger, I would say. So that's important. That's why I'm coming here to, you know, raise the awareness, you know, like I said, you know, we got all these creatures out there. We got to stop them. We got to make them more relaxed. I don't want to kill nobody or no creature. You know, I don't mm. kill anything unless I have to. You know, if it's like a skinwalker trying but, to be a police officer, I gotta kill it. There has been situations where you had to. Kill yes, it. of course, of course. Yeah. Yes, that is the problem with this type of uh, you know the field that I'm in. You know, you 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 deal with these creatures. They sometimes they're too angry. Yoga does not help them, so they mm. try to kill you, and you you have to kill them. And did you keep the bodies, the remains of these creatures, so you can show it to the scientific community? I know because you see what happening when you kill a creature like this. It look it become like a human being. Ah, it looked like a human. That would be, I, I that would be try, sort yeah, of problematic like, if you took that to the authorities. Yeah, yeah. So no, you gotta so put it in a barrel of light. Bury the bodies. Somehow. Put it in a barrel of light. Get rid of it because the mm. evil spirit is still inside the body. Mm. So you gotta get rid of the spirit by you know put it in like an acid or something. I found a one time uh, cyclops. Yeah. Modern day cyclops. He's right here. You know. Okay. So I had to take him out. Getting too angry. You know, he was he was not cooperating. He didn't want to do no yoga. And where where did you find this cyclops? I was in California. Yeah, well, visiting some family. Yeah, coincidentally, you know, I go to a, I go to a bar, I sit in a taverna with my friends. I said, let's get some drinks, eh? We go into the taverna, and the guy behind the bar, my God, I see him. I'm like, mother, man, mother of God, that's a fucking cyclops. But how come nobody else saw it? Because again, I got the blood of an angel, you know. Nobody else. So got he's this. a cyclops, but he still has two eyes. No, no, no. He got one eye. Uh, just like a patch on the other eye. But he had like this, he had this black thing on his eye, you know. But like to make it look like he had another eye under there, but I know that that's a cyclops. Uh, it could have been just someone where they just had an accident and lost an eye. No, no, because you know I, I waited after hours, you know, when everybody had mm. gone and he was on his own, and I, I took him out, you <laughs> know, and I lifted up and I didn't see an eye there. There was no eye. Just a socket. No, no, there was nothing. Yeah, it was just an emptiness. <laughs> I hope you were correct in that. Sounds no, like of course it was because you know, like I, I took care of the body and everything, and you know, like mm. by the time I took him to the river uh, to dispose of it correctly, you know, he looked like a normal guy. Yeah. Because they transform, you see. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that's what Tricky. I'm saying. You know, it's very important. It's a, it's a fine line you walk there. Absolutely. Like every, every, every day, my life is a risk. You know, mm. like a, does a does a big listen to many podcasts? 
Uh, Before, like these people, like look, look, look. So these creatures, they will take up a persona of a person during the day. So they do uh, normal person things. So they listen to podcasts. Right. They watch Netflix. They you know do all these things. They go to watch uh, like a like a football game, like a baseball game. But then at night they become these creatures. Mm. Kind of like a werewolf, which I have also found. Mm. Yeah. How about? Uh a flying horse, what are they called? Pegasus. A Pegasus. Pegasus. Oh, yeah, Pegasus. I find a lot of them. Mm. Oh, yeah, man. But, they, you know, Pegasus, Pegasus, one of those kind of creatures. They're not angry. They're not trying to kill nobody or be, mm. be bad, you know. But one. But they time, don't look like people. They look like horses. No, but you see, like, one time, okay, so one time, I was, you know, coming home, I was uh, I was out uh, to to meet an associate to talk about these kind of creatures. You know, mm. he also does a little bit of what I do. And we were, I was coming home, and then suddenly I see this thing coming in front of the car. I was like, man, that kind of look like a Pegasus. So I get out of the car, I take, you know, I overtake it, I stop, I get out of the car, I, I wave it down, I'm like, hey man, what are you doing? Like, you can't be out here, people might see you. And he looked at me and he goes, man, you know, you're right, Carlos. But I said to him, where are your wings gone? You know, I was like, what is this happening, you know? A Pegasus looked like a horse with wings, right? Mm-hmm. This horse, it had no wings, and it didn't even look like a horse. What was it? It looked like a creature. It, it had morphed itself to look like a, like a person, but uh, next to the person attached to his arm was like this string with a dog on the end of it. It was really strange. i never seen it before. <laughs> and I said to him, where are your wings gone? What's happening? And I realized what happened. A demon had attached to it. Mm. So a demon had made it look like this. So I had to, of course, dispose of it. Of course. Mm. Sounds like a bit like a man walking a dog. No, no, you see, that's what they want you to think. That mm. is how these that is how these cryptids work. But I saw yes. because of the blood of an angel, like I said, it's mm. inside me. I saw the wings of an Pegasi behind it. But then when I stopped, it was it disguised mm. to look like a guy. How well, how did you get the blood of the angel? I was born with it. Like I said, my mother is an angel, so right. I was born with the blood of an angel inside me. Like I'm basically like Jesus Christ. Okay. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Which he actually, he was a Jew. He, yeah, yeah, but you know. He got taken care of, you know, so he's not, he's not terrorizing nobody. Those were ancient cryptic hunters there. Yeah, he was a troublemaker. Pontius Pilate was yeah. a cryptic hunter. Mm. Absolutely. Judas was a chupacabra. <laughs> That's why his name is Judas, you know. Nobody knows that. If you look at the ancient scriptures of the Bible and you put mm. a little bit of lemon juice on them, you get a hidden text. Mm. What, every copy? Every copy in the world. Oh, wow. Yeah, by law, they have to do it. Mm. Have you ever encountered the FBI? Uh, what kind of creature is that? I never heard of uh, this. Uh, they, they go after serial killers. I was just wondering if uh, they'd ever sort of contacted you no, at I all. Never, I've never, I've never heard of this. But if they come for me, I will make sure to show them the way. Mm-hmm. Show them the light of Carlos Pantalones. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why, you know, I, I, I really appreciate, you know, you giving me the time to come on to your show and to no, explain well, everything that no I do. You know, if you have a cryptic problem, you know, some jogger can help them. Just call Carlos Pantalones or go to the website. Carlos Pantalones, uh, cryptic jogger instructor and hunter.mx. Thank you very well, much, okay, Carlos. Yeah, okay, I'll right. go. Really uh, nice uh, to meet you. Welcome. What was your name, by the way? My name is Carlos Pantalones. All oh, right, yeah. Yes. Got it now. Yeah. I feel like you're making fun of me. Uh, <laughs> you know, that, that sounds kind of like what a, what a vampire would do. So I'm going to keep an eye. Keep, hey. uh, you should keep an eye out on your friend. He's not a vampire. I don't know. You make a phone of me. You <laughs> sound like a vampire. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> okay, anyway, I think I gotta go now because I see Antonio is coming back right now. So okay. everybody remember the name Carlos nice Pantalones. Again, nice I will you. go, okay? So, okay. Thank you. Thank you very much. And that was Car that was Carlos, somebody. Yeah. Uh, what was um, oh God. Sorry about that, guys. I was on a very, very important uh, uh, business call. 
Uh, how did my temp guest... Uh, Carlos Pantaloons. I yeah, think he, he might good. have been in the presence of a serial killer. Uh, what do you mean? Basically. If I, this translation we were doing, uh, Carlos, was that Charlie and Pantaloons toilet trousers? So his name would be Charlie Trousers in English? I think I'm just going to go on the mm. FBI's most wanted list and see if he's on there. Oh, you know? God, mm. right, Jesus. He said, he, he said he's uh, interacted with thousands of people that he's had to take out and put in barrels. <laughs> oh, God. Barrels? Yeah, because they were cryptids. Because he said, they were cryptids. but there was no evidence. What you mean, that like they were a like cryptids. a Bigfoot and things like that? Yeah, vampires oh God. And, like that. and a vampire and a Mothman. Mm. Wow! But and he doesn't uh, deal with Loch Ness monsters. He likes chupacabras, but is that it? Yeah. Oh God! Mm. Well, well, I mean, I only met the guy today. So He's I, from Mexico I, as well, I think. I don't know that. That I, could be. I think. I think me judging him on his accent is one of the milder infractions mm. of sort of racial tensions that. Are, yeah, he said a few controversial things. He, he said say something. We have to really? Yeah. He was a bit controversial. He said something. I can't believe that. Mm. He seems like such a nice guy. I think anything that was said controversial by my guest, we should bleep it out and let people guess what he was Ooh. saying. Yeah. yeah. It feels good being back on the, on the the in front of the mic. First reboot episode done. Mm-hmm. That feels good. It feels mm-hmm. like we've got some good material there. So... I feel like this reboot is, uh, you know, breath of fresh air. I think the show is going to take a yeah. turn here and, you know, we might go viral. We'll keep this uh, on a more regular basis, hopefully, going forward. Yes. Well, so every 12 months instead of <laughs> yeah. 18 months, yeah. It's, it's still an improvement. Well, we could reboot it every time, you know. I think that's a fun premise. It's the constant reboot. Let's try for a trilogy this time. Ooh. Let's go for three. And then... <laughs> All right, well, signing off. This is a goodbye from me, James. Goodbye from me, Antonio, a.k.a. Uh, the Flavor. <laughs> goodbye from Jason. Too. Oh, yeah. And don't forget to follow us on Twitter. And uh, George, and you know which George I mean, write a fucking review. Bye, everyone. Keep fapping. Uh, we have had some technical problems. We actually started already. Is this it? Is this the thing? We got a low battery warning. Uh oh. I didn't turn it on. There's one listener out there. It's kind of weird. Take the tinfoil hats off. Absolute nonsense. My theory is that most people are idiots. This seems like it will go into chaos quite quickly. What's the point of doing it? No one's going to listen to this anyway. Embarrassing. Unprofessional. The next one will be better.